What does the gut have to do with autoimmune diseases? And how can you leverage your gut to help heal it? This was a question I recently received while doing a Q&A on my Instagram stories. So today I'm going to talk you through three key questions you can ask yourself to help heal your autoimmune disease through your gut. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunked myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. Hey friend, have you been waiting for Blood Lab Bootcamp to reopen? Or have you ever wanted to jump on a one-to-one call with me and have me look at your whole health history and all your labs and all of everything going on in your health and help you find what to do next? If you have said yes to either of these, then I have great news for you. This April, I am doing a giveaway for the entire month for anybody who leaves a rating and review for us on Apple Podcasts between now and April 30th. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review, take a screenshot of that rating and review, and post that screenshot on either our Facebook group or by emailing us the screenshot to hello at betterbellytherapies.com with the subject line podcast review. Once you've done this, you will be automatically entered into our giveaway for the opportunity to get free access to Blood Lab Bootcamp and get an unstuck session with me where I do a personalized review of your health history and help you find your next steps that's going to lead to your health breakthrough. Our winners for this contest will be announced on May 4th and you will be privately messaged by email or on Facebook using whichever whichever way that you submitted your review screenshot by. Feel like you missed any of that? Go and scroll down to our show notes and we have links to leave a rating and review, join our Facebook group and more there. Okay guys, so before we get into the three questions that you can ask yourself that is going to help you heal your gut so that you can heal your autoimmune disease, I just want to do a little bit of clarity on two things. Number one, we, when I say heal autoimmune disease, I recognize that most people are probably thinking you just mean you don't want to have symptoms anymore. But whenever I use it, I want to be super clear that we never heal an autoimmune disease. Your autoimmune disease is in your genetic makeup, but what you can do is put yourself into remission or into where a place where you're not having flare ups. That is the language I really prefer to use when it comes to autoimmune diseases, because if you can have 
have a flare up at any moment, not, not to be in a weird way, but it just has to do with the state of your body, what's going on internally and biochemically. But if you can, if you can manage all of those things internally, you won't have flare ups and you will more or less not experience those symptoms. And it will feel perhaps like you have quote unquote healed your, your autoimmune disease. But I just want to be super clear about that. Secondly, I want to give some context before we get into these three questions. Why the gut? And and I think this is part of the question I was receiving. So the gut has influence on autoimmune diseases because it is a primary way that the outside world gets into us. And the outside world is part of what is irritating your body so much to flare up your autoimmune disease. Your autoimmune disease is like an Achilles heel and you're not unique. Everybody has their Achilles heel of some symptom they're prone to, and it might not be an autoimmune disease, but it could be a migraine or chronic pain or bloating, things that don't qualify as your immune system buckling in and attacking itself, right? But that autoimmune disease, some of them can be really unique, like uh, Hashimoto's is known to have a lot of problems, typically with gluten sensitivity. Not all autoimmune disorders are going to have that, but some autoimmune disorders will have unique things. Interstitial cystitis, which I just did an episode on, can uniquely be really irritated by estrogen toxicity. But all that being said, when you look at them broadly, all these autoimmune diseases, rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia, ulcerative colitis, what they have in common is way more toxins in the body than the body can manage. And then the body will manifest symptoms to say, we can't handle this anymore. The gut then is that access point where it's this very delicate system that is built to receive nutrients, which is super important. You need nutrients to survive, but also keep out and be a barrier to things we don't want in the bloodstream, toxins, pathogens, etc. When that gut gets damaged, though, that, that delicate lining that lets in only the small good stuff gets broken and bigger, badder stuff can get inside of the body. And so that's a huge way that that's, that's the context we're coming at when we think about the gut. We're thinking about what is breaking down that gut lining actively, like continually breaking it down. If it's not being broken down, then usually there's minimal symptoms and you have the opportunity to build it back up. But if you have symptoms, it is it's likely, uh, it's a high probability that there's something going on to irritate it. So that brings us to those three questions. So question number one to ask yourself, what toxins do I have? And the solution is to find those toxins. So some toxins that, that can be included in this category include food sensitivities, pathogens, um, to, to even go back to food sensitivities, think food sensitivities is often the only thing I hear people talk about when they come to my office. Well, I cut out gluten and I cut out dairy and I went on an autoimmune protocol diet and I am salicylate free or I'm oxalate free or whatever it is. I'm low FODMAP. These are all food related alterations, but it does not acknowledge the second thing, which is pathogens. And I, I could, I could literally I could just talk about this all day because pathogens are the problem that people are running into typically when they feel like if you eat eat one piece of food one day and you have no problems with it and the next day you eat the same meal, food, whatever in the same way and you now have symptoms, that is a huge sign you have a pathogen, point blank. 
You want to deal with the pathogen. If you feel like everything you come across is toxic to you, um, I get clients like that. Or like, if I breathe air, I have a symptom. If I go to the bathroom, I have a symptom. If I travel, I have symptoms. It can feel like everything is toxic to you. So to avoid feeling that way, I highly recommend getting functional lab testing to guide you through what toxins are in your body so you can actually deal with those specific ones and not feel like everything is a problem. So when you're asking yourself, what toxins do I have? The best way to find those and answer that question is through advanced functional lab testing. This is not testing available through conventional doctors. It is it is more sensitive testing. It's testing that you can find through a practitioner like myself, integrative or holistic doctors. Everybody uses different ones. Um, and th there's some even functional tests that are, I think are superior to others. There's different ways to evaluate and assess functional lab tests. So even if you've had some functional lab testing, maybe you haven't had other ones that are more relevant to your autoimmune category, like fibromyalgia, really, you should always be doing an HTMA test with fibromyalgia. And I I get into that in one of my episodes. I can put in the show notes on how to heal fibromyalgia. It's episode 89, by the way. I did not mean to talk about that, but I ended up talking about it. So there is that. But ultimately, there is still a high likelihood there's a test you just haven't had that you really need that would provide like the key, a huge missing source of inflammation that you just haven't gotten to yet. So um, typically what I'm recommending when I'm thinking about finding those sources of inflammation, I'm thinking the GI map by Diagnostic Solutions, the Dutch test, the HTMA test, a Zoomer bundle by Vibrant America. This is a new food sensitivity test I've been using, and I'm actually using it over the MRT test now. If you want to learn more about food sensitivity testing and what is going on with all these different tests and which one's the best for you, check out my episode 59, how to choose the best food sensitivity test for you. And um, in the in the oat test, organic acids test, that's the last one that I recommend to find those sources. Question number two, you want to ask yourself, how do I reduce those toxins? Because again, it's not just, uh, I'll just get rid of food, like, you know, I'll eat six foods in my diet or I will um, live in a non-toxic home or buy all these non-toxic products. That's great, but you want to a know which ones you're specifically dealing with. I find every time someone works at, walks into my office, it's because they have just a toxin somebody hasn't been able to find. And so they're trying everything but the actual thing they need. So once you found it, you reduce it. The key ways doing that is number one, opening up your detox pathways, which I talk about through episode 103 and 110 and the seven detox pathways. You want to stop your food sensitivities, use pharmaceutical grade herbs to kill the pathogens and preserve your microbiome. You want to balance your minerals because your minerals are a huge way that your body has vitality to even even detox itself and you want to use binders for toxins. I use different binders for different types of toxins like mold toxicity. I like to use Cellcore. They have something called the biotoxin binder, uh, heavy metal binder. I like to use Cellcore's HMET binder. Environmental toxins also use the HMET binder and then general pathogen toxicity. I love using something called GID tox. I use all of these. Um, anything through Cellcore you can't get unless working with a practitioner so you would get the opportunity to order through my Cellcore account. And all the supplements that I work with, you get 10% off anytime you work with me, which always has been cheaper for my clients compared to buying anything through Amazon. And you know you're taking the right ones. And that's just key to avoid honestly wasting time, frustrating yourself, feeling like you'll never get better, and then ultimately wasting money. 
So this is magical. When you get and you reduce all these toxins, you're opening up your detox pathways and then you're actually at like limiting how much you're being exposed to toxins. That's when things get magical and people start going from three flare-ups a month to one flare-up a year. It's, it's awesome. And the last question you want to ask yourself is for how long? How long are you staying in this reduced toxin state of reduced food sensitivities or pharmaceutical-grade herbs? It is not forever. If you are taking, for example, it's very popular to take supplements that say heals leaky gut. If you're taking those supplements and you are not symptom-free, they are not working. Not because they don't actually work, but because you have pathogens or food sensitivities or heavy metals or oxalates or something that is literally breaking down your, your gut lining as you're trying to build it up. And so you're kind of in this stalemate. It's not going to work. So you really need step one and step two of finding your toxins again through functional lab testing, step two, reducing those toxins and Part of that is opening up your detox pathways and then just giving it time. I've, there's different increments of time for different types of pathogen protocols. But once your toxins are really down, the leaky gut healing really depends on how damaged your leaky gut is and how much vitality you have. So I found some people have gone through the stage where they've gotten rid of all these pathogens and toxins, but they never rebuilt vitality with a previous health practitioner. And so my goal and my work with them is mainly focused on finding where they're missing vitality. Are they missing nutrients, vitamins, minerals, um, stress reduction? Where are they missing that vitality? That's disabling them and their body from healing their gut at a faster rate. And then as the gut heals, by the way, you will be symptom free as your gut heals. It's not like you heal the leaky gut and then you're symptom free. When I know people's people are starting to heal their gut is because they don't have symptoms or they have super, super minimal symptoms. And then you, as the leaky gut heals, the main benefit you get from healing your leaky gut is being able to reintroduce food sensitivities that that you just won't have anymore because you can actually develop food sensitivities through the gut lining breaking down and food entering into the bloodstream and the immune system learning to dislike them. Then you can unlearn to dislike them through time. And I'm usually looking at three to five months for some food sensitivities, but there's other foods or other leaky gut problems, again, depending on how damaged the gut is, that can be one, two, three, four, five years long. I when I went off the low FODMAP diet, I totally had just ridiculous leaky gut. And I remember I was able to eat broccoli and like peanuts. Uh, no, not peanuts. Uh, it's almonds, I think, that are on the low FODMAP. It's been a while, guys. And I was able to eat some low FODMAP foods much more quickly. It took me about a year to be able to eat apples, though. And I just thought that was super weird and random. But it was apples. And I was just found every time I ate apples within that window year, which would, would have been only once or twice as I tested. And I'm like, oh, I'm still getting symptoms. It just told me, you still have a little bit of leaky gut. Not a big deal. Still give it time. But the whole time, I had very minimal symptoms other unless I like ate a food I just wasn't ready to eat yet. So... Yes, you can give yourself nice supplements to heal like you got, but make sure you have gotten rid of all those other toxins first. So those are the three questions to be asking yourself. It is number one, what toxins do I have? Find those. Number two, how do I reduce those toxins? Reduce those. And for how long? 
give it time and make sure you've done step one and step two before you start counting because you, you well, I've been trying to heal my leaky gut for five years. Well, have you actually really thoroughly gotten through step one and step two? You will know by asking yourself, do I have any symptoms? Am I symptom free? If you're not, you haven't even gotten to the stage where your leaky gut can heal. And that might sound super frustrating, but now you know, and now you know to go back to step one and step two, and you don't need to keep um, just feeling like, well, I just need to keep taking more supplements to heal my leaky gut. Nope. Go back to step one, step two. That is it. The three questions to heal your autoimmune disease through your gut. Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, it's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.